Good morning. A developer has plans to move buried human remains to make way for a Walmart supercenter, a hotel, and businesses in Leesburg. That project's opponents call that perfectly legal and profoundly immoral. For Wednesday, March 21st, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. Since 1961, the Fairfax Christian School, a kindergarten through 12th grade university prep school, has created scholars with a passion for learning. Their small class sizes with individual attention, time-tested curriculum, experienced teachers, and focus on values gives your child a competitive advantage. They're moving to Loudoun County in June and now offer a new affordable tuition plan. Schedule your tour with the Fairfax Christian School today. Visit their website at fairfaxchristianschool.com or call them today at 703-759-5100. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rents Green. The company behind a new 550-acre development called Compass Creek have plans for a Walmart supercenter, the Ion International Training Center with two ice skating rinks, two and a half million square feet of office space, 550,000 square feet of retail, 300,000 square feet of flex industrial space, and a hotel. It will be at the intersection of Battlefield Parkway and the Dulles Greenway. The problem is that to build all that, they plan to dig up eight grave sites at Cool Spring Farm. Peterson Companies, the developer, has filed paperwork with the Loudoun County Circuit Court to disinter those human remains and relocate them to another cemetery. It's not at all clear who those bones belong to, but the property has been traced back to a deed from 1867. Some of the graves have been marked with simple fieldstones, others have been left unmarked. Monday night, Peterson hosted a public input meeting at Thomas Balch Library in Leesburg, part of the legal process they must follow to move those grave sites. That public meeting saw a throng of residents opposing those plans. Pastor Michelle Thomas of the Loudoun Freedom Center and Holy and Whole Life-Changing Ministries said she's also upset at the idea that some of the remains may be used for research by the archaeologist the developer hired. She said those bones are not a research project. Peterson Company's Assistant Vice President of Development, Stephen Green, said the company is open to the community's input about the project. He has said more than once that all options are still on the table, and if the final development plan is to relocate those remains, he said the company will take into account the community's input and how that should happen. He did also say the company is still considering leaving the graves undisturbed. If the name Michelle Thomas sounds familiar, by the way, this is not her first fight preserving burial grounds in Loudoun. She led the charge to preserve the Belmont Slave Cemetery after those graves were discovered before the project to put an interchange at Route 7 and Belmont Ridge Road. She's also working right now to preserve and bring to attention the Sicklin Community Cemetery, which is on property acquired by the town of Leesburg as part of its plan to realign Sicklin Road and extend the runway at the Leesburg Executive Airport. Julie Briskman, a resident of Potomac Falls who visited the site last week with Pastor Thomas, said keeping just that corner of Peterson Company's property untouched would show goodwill to the community. Green said he hopes the community can shed some light on who is buried at that site. If you have any leads on that, we've got contact information for the archaeologist on our website. So go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. 
In other news, a man from Herndon has been charged with two counts of first-degree murder in the double homicide of a mother and her adult son who were found dead in their home in Aldi in January. 38-year-old Brian K. Welsh was arrested yesterday at his home in Fairfax and is being held at the Loudoun County Adult Detention Center. 65-year-old Mala Manwani and her 32-year-old son Rishi Manwani were found dead at their home on Tomi Court on January 31st. Mala's co-workers asked deputies to check on her after she stopped showing up to work. Investigators found them both shot multiple times in different parts of the home. They believe the Manwanis were killed about two days before their bodies were found. Investigators say it appears Welsh and Rishi were close friends, and it's believed Welsh targeted Rishi over narcotics activity inside that home. The mother is not believed to have been a target. Here's Loudoun County Sheriff Michael Chapman. Well, uh, we understand that the uh, uh, that uh, Rishi was uh, killed uh, in, in lower in, in the basement. Uh, that, uh, that the mother was not in the basement at the time. Um, that uh, that she had uh, apparently heard. Uh, something going on and that's when uh, she was later confronted at a different part of the house uh, by, by the suspect and that's, uh, that's when she was killed. Over the course of the investigation, detectives interviewed more than 60 people and followed leads in West Virginia and Northern and Central Virginia and served 21 search warrants and seven court orders. They've recovered a firearm which they say was used in the homicide in which they've forensically matched to shell casings found at the scene. During that investigation, Welsh was interviewed several times. Criminal Investigations Division Commander Richard Fiano said law enforcement is still looking into the distribution network that the two may have had, but he said so far there's no evidence of gang activity. Welsh has no known criminal history. Rishi's older brother Raj had died of a heroin overdose in 2015. The Sheriff's Office is keeping a lot of the details on this one close to the chest since it's an ongoing investigation. It's been conducted in concert with the Commonwealth's Attorney, the Office of the Chief Medical Examiner, the Fairfax County Police Department, the Virginia Department of Forensic Science, and the DEA. Chapman said the case points to the many ways the opioid epidemic impacts communities and families. Well, it just shows how devastating uh, the drug culture is out there, how many lives it's taken out there. In this, uh, in, in this particular case, you lost two lives, not as a result of an overdose, but as, uh, as something that was likely related to a, a, some sort of a narcotics uh, transaction. Speaking of the sheriff's office, they had a busy day yesterday. Stone Bridge High School was evacuated and searched after a report of a bomb threat. The students were transported to Riverside High School in Lansdowne while law enforcement searched the campus. According to sheriff's office spokesman Craig Troxell, the high school got the bomb threat shortly before 2 p.m. He did not specify how the threat was made. Police dogs searched the parking lot and inside the building, and the sheriff's office cleared the building later in the afternoon. This was the second threat to a Loudoun High School in the past week. Last Thursday, a threat was made to Loudoun County High School over Twitter. In that case, classes continued as normal, but there was an increased police presence at the school. That investigation continues. The Loudoun County Board of Supervisors has authorized the use of eminent domain to get a sidewalk project moving in Old Ashburn. The county has been trying to get this sidewalk started since 2010. Over time, the county has had to change its plans a couple times to keep costs down, mostly because of utilities they'd have to relocate, and they approved the current construction plan in 2016. But work was still held up because the county couldn't reach an agreement with two properties along the route. Ave Maria Academy of Ballet and a private homeowner along the route didn't like the county's price for giving up land for the sidewalk. 
The county started moving toward condemning the property and working out the price in court, and the two property owners came to an agreement. Supervisors unanimously decided to go ahead with eminent domain anyway, just in case any problems come up with mortgages and lending agencies. And the Claude Moore Charitable Foundation has awarded $1.3 million in grants to Loudoun nonprofits. Read about which deserving nonprofits got funding and get the full story on all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, I recommend you stay indoors because it's supposed to be pretty snowy and icy today, but if you're in Leesburg and you just can't stay in the house, the Chris Timbers duo is playing Spanky Shenanigans tonight from 8 to 11 p.m. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, go outside and write it in big letters in the snow to tell all your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay. Have a great day.